when you're doing this, you're totally immersed in it. Everything else is just goes away. You're listening to Happy Vermont, a podcast about people and places in the Green Mountain State. I'm Erica Housekeeper. Every fall, John Anderson and a group of volunteers from the Putney Mountain Hawk Watchers monitor birds that are migrating south for the season. And for decades, these hawk watchers on Putney Mountain have kept records on the number and kinds of hawks they see, as well as the temperature, wind, and weather. They report all of this to Hawk Migration of North America, which maintains an online hawk count database. Established in 1974, Putney Mountain Hawk Watch is the only autumn raptor watch in Vermont that's monitored daily. A variety of species can be spotted at the 1,647-foot clearing, including ospreys, northern harriers, coopers, kestrels, merlins, and even the occasional peregrine falcon. Putney Mountain includes 400 acres of conserved lands belonging to the Putney Mountain Association. And on Putney Mountain, you'll see these panoramic views. On a clear day, you can see Mount Snow, Stratton, and beyond. My daughter and I were in southern Vermont on the first weekend of fall. We drove up Putney Mountain Road from the west and parked near the trailhead. We hiked in about a half mile to Putney Mountain, where we found John and two other hawk watchers, Candy and Suzanne. John Anderson occasionally leads an introduction to hawk-watching workshops for beginners. The day we were there, it was fairly quiet, and it was just Candy, Suzanne, John, myself, and my daughter. We arrived at about 11.15, and John had been there since 8, sitting in a camp chair facing north with a pair of binoculars around his neck. He greeted us with a gentle smile as we approached. John, who lives in Dummerston, was bundled up. He was wearing a brown coat hiking boots, a blue and white cap, and jeans. And next to him on the ground was a folded-up umbrella and a canvas bag, although I didn't think to ask him what was in it. The day we were there happened to be a relatively uneventful day on Putney Mountain. The clouds were low, and the temperature hovered around 48 degrees. Still, about 109 raptors were counted by the end of the day, including six osprey, one bald eagle, two sharp-shinned hawks, and 88 broad-winged hawks. Now, those broad-winged hawks are the ones traveling the furthest, all the way to Central and South America. In this episode of Happy Vermont, John talks about hawk-watching, what it brings to his life, and the extraordinary number of birds he once saw on Putney Mountain. I was just out for a walk, and I came up here, and I found a gentleman sitting here with a uh, pair of binoculars and a clipboard, and periodically he would say, there's a sharpshin, and he would write down what he saw. And it intrigued me, but I couldn't see what he was seeing. So I just kept coming back, and uh, here I am, 20-some-odd years later. What were the kinds of things he was seeing that you weren't seeing back then? Well, very distant hawks. Um, They were at binocular distance, and I didn't have binoculars. And also identifying, even if you had binoculars, would you have been able to see what was coming, what was flying (laughs) over the mountain? At that point, I wouldn't have been able to identify them. Uh, I wouldn't have had any idea what I was seeing. 
Part of the process up here is that the people who are experienced mentor the new arrivals and show them the ropes and teach them what to look for. I, I recently did an introduction to, to hawk watching, uh, four hours of helping people spot and identify birds as they came over. Yeah. And were those people total beginners, or had they done it before? Um, I would say mostly beginners, one with some experience, but you never know. Every mm -hmm. time it's different. And so tell me a little bit about Hawk Watch, how it works. When you see a hawk, what are you recording? What are you writing down? We identify them by species. So, you know, we have one broadwing come over. We, you know, we record that. The next one might be an osprey. It just is whatever we see. We identify it and record it. And do you record it on, on a computer, on paper? We record on paper, and then when we go home at night, we report it to an official site. Mm -hmm. It's a site maintained by the Hawk Migration Association of North America, and so all of the sites nationwide report to it. So we post our numbers every night. They keep a running tally of what we've seen, um, how many hours we've been up here, just general information. And you said earlier to me before we started recording that you're here, someone is up here between what, August and November? Yes, late August and until the, the 10th of November, we maintain weather permitting uh, coverage. Pouring rain will drive us out. Sure. Right. You probably won't see much either. <laughs> and these are all volunteers. These are all volunteers, and, and most of them found us the same way I found the site. They wander in and become intrigued and over time get more and more involved. Some of them have been 25 years active, so good crew. Good crew. And what intrigued you, do you think, back in the mid-90s? What was it? Because you were working as a carpenter, correct? Mm -hmm. <laughs> that, that's very hard to say, just what the... It just looked like something that would be fun and interesting and within my capabilities. So I just explored it to the point where I felt like it was, and, and I've kept up with it. And did you start, once you were in it, were you up here all the time? Well, early on I was working, so I was only up here weekends. Um, and then when I became semi-retired, I was up here much more. There were a couple of years when we were short of help that I was up here six or seven days a week, which is too much. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. Right. Yeah. And... When it comes to hawk watching, why Putney Mountain? And this time of year is the migration season, but what is it about this place, this location? Yeah. The hawks migrate on what they call a broad front. So anywhere, any hill, anywhere, there would be hawks flying. But you have to have a place that's open to the public, accessible, and has a view. And there are very few of those. And the Connecticut River 
to our east is kind of a broadwing flight path. So we get the birds from over there, and when there's a northwest wind, we get the birds that ride the ridge down. So we get birds from both sides. So it, it's it's a semi-decent sight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, and it's beautiful. What a spot. So what do you see up here? What kinds of species? Well, we see three different falcons, the kestrel, the merlin, and the peregrine. We see four different beautios, the broadwing, red-shouldered, rough-legged. Yeah. You know, we see ospreys and eagles, two kinds of vultures, northern harriers. You know, a total of, uh, we'll see occasional golden eagles. So 15 different species in all. And how close are they? Like, you have to see them with your binoculars, for the most part. Some days they're right over our heads. <laughs> you know, I mean, we've had days when you wouldn't need binoculars at all. And there are other days when binoculars are marginally adequate. You need a spotting scope. Any rhyme or reason to that? Uh, weather. <laughs> You know, every day the weather is different. Yeah, sure. And so like a day like today, it's cloudy, it's a little windy, chilly, so it's been kind of a quiet day up here. Yes, it's uh, the low cloud ceiling tends to hold birds back. And the wind is a little bit out of the south. I, I really expected a few birds. But... Yeah. And you've been here for a few hours already. Yeah. Yeah. So far, just three birds. <laughs> We, I, we have days with no birds. Sure, of course. <laughs> but then I remember in an earlier conversation we had, there was a huge number. There, what's the record? A few years ago, we had a day with 6,680 in one day. And uh, I was leading uh, <laughs> an introduction to hawk watching that day. And we had a big turnout, probably dozen or 15 people. And about 11 o'clock, half of them left because we hadn't seen anything. And about 11.30, the sky opened up, and in four hours, we had 6,000 wow. birds. <laughs> That's yeah. nice, though, that people saw how who stayed, that you, mm -hmm. they could see both scenarios. Like, okay, it's not always like this with 6,000 birds, and some, it, and it also can be really quiet. Yeah, that's the reality of it. You, you know, you get good days and bad days, and the only way you know is to come up and look. Yeah, right. So when you've lived in Dummerston for 30 years? Yeah, 30, 35. I lose track. Yeah. Did you come up to Putney Mountain much before you started hawk watching? Infrequently, just occasional, you know, for a walk. What do you think hawk watching has brought to your life? Uh, <laughs> it's a seasonal touchstone. There, there are things in every season that I like to do. I mean, in the summer, I botanize, and, and so it's, it's a very much an, a seasonal thing. But it's also brought me into contact with a group of people that 
I consider to be as much family as my biological family. They are my people, you know. <laughs> they are, uh, you know, they're just a good, good group. They're all very knowledgeable about different aspects of the natural world. It's like a clearinghouse for what's going on. Mm. Uh, um, it's, it's been a good place for me. Yeah. And finding that community and you have similar interests, but there's probably people with all different backgrounds and interests. And Yes. Yeah. We get people that are um, been professional people, people that have been laborers. You know, you just get just get all kinds, but they all have they all have shared interests and they're all tolerant. They're all, you know, they're all good people or they wouldn't be here. Has this changed your life? Yes. <laughs> it's hard to explain, but um, when you're doing this, you're totally immersed in it. Everything else is just goes away. You've know, you got to be constantly scanning and looking and alert. And uh, it, it's, it's a good, you know, it's a good feeling. You can learn more by visiting the Putney Mountain Association's website at putneymountain.org. Thanks for listening to Happy Vermont. I want to take a moment to thank Terry Armada, who I interviewed about butterfly watching a few months ago. She introduced me to John. And even if you're not a hawk watcher, Putney Mountain is a really nice hike in the summer and fall. You can take Putney Mountain Road from Brookline to the west or from Putney to the east. Just be sure to know that the Brookline side of Putney Mountain Road is closed in the winter. If you're looking for things to do in Vermont or to learn more about the state, you can find event listings, stories, and podcast episodes on my website, happyvermont.com. Thanks again for listening. Take care and talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.